Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of Angie from Brooklyn. I am your host, of course, Angie, and I am from Brooklyn. BK, stand up. You already know. Um, I am very happy that a lot of you have tuned in. Uh, The first episode, I surpassed my goal of five people. Uh, And over 60 people have listened to my podcast. I've got some reviews, some ratings. Thank you all so much. And I hope you enjoy this episode. There are things I'm looking forward to this year. At the top of the list is people knowing when to cut the conversation short. For example, if I'm on my third, that's crazy. It's time to shut up. If I'm on my 10th, that's crazy. Why are you even still talking? If I make it to my 20th, that's crazy. I'm just going to shut my eyes and begin to snore. Like seriously, in 2019, quit the bullshit. You know when someone is into the conversation and when they're not. Let's save each other 30 minutes we won't be able to get back. I'm looking forward to DMX coming out of prison and releasing new music. I'm looking forward to Centoya Brown being released, the reemergence of New York City hip hop. There's so many talented artists in New York that sound like the city they are from. Uh, these artists aren't conforming and trying to sound like all the new cats coming out of the South or the West. They make me so proud and I can't wait for all of them to blow. I feel like this is the year. My artists to watch list, hmm, we've got Clyde Guevara, Chris Casanova, Quality, Latasha Alcinder, Sig 40, Villa Dom, LaKaylee 47, Moschino the Boss, Connie Diamond, Silent Celeb, my homegirl Pinky, she's not even a rapper, but she sings, and so many more. I, I, the list goes on, and just look out, because I'm going to have a mix, and you guys will be able to hear who the artists that I'm looking forward to, um, what they sound like. Shout out to Blue, who's also a dope producer from the Bronx. Um, I'm looking forward to defeating depression. I had some bouts with depression last year and it was difficult. I didn't seek professional help, although I kept telling myself that I would look into therapists. I know it's winter and the winter blues is real. There's an increase in depression and it's tough to cope. I keep seeing the memes on Instagram to check on your strong friend. I say check on all your friends. You really never know what someone is going through until it's too late. If your friend says they're fine, ask them again how they're really doing. Be open-minded and the last thing a friend or family member needs is your judgment. Don't say stupid shit like, you'll snap out of it. Just get out of depression. Be supportive of them. Look up the definition if you need a reminder of what support means. Ask your friend how they are really doing. Let them know you are there and willing to listen. Lend a shoulder for them to cry on, hold them, whatever it takes to show you're supportive and not just saying you're supportive. Last but not least, I'm looking forward to my move back to the East Coast. I had a good run in Cali, almost seven years now. It was cool. I came, I saw, I conquered. Do black girls matter? If so, to who? 
Do we matter to our mothers, fathers, siblings, friends, strangers? Who? I, like most of you, are tuning into the Surviving R. Kelly doc series, and I am baffled. I really shouldn't be, because I've seen this happen my whole life. There are Kellys in the hood I grew up in, in the church I went to. No one did anything. No one said anything. Black families brush this shit under the rug over and over again, generation after generation. I have too many friends who have expressed to me about being molested or raped, sometimes by family. The sickest part is no one believes them or they were told it was their fault. What did you have on? What did you say? Were you flirting? Fuck out of here. Stop placing blame. It's not the victim's fault they were sexually assaulted. Let's call a predator a predator and stop the madness before it continues. I want to talk about cancel culture really quick. We are living in a time where cancel culture is huge. My girlfriend told me that people are picking and choosing who they want to cancel based off their biases. I agree to an extent. At the rate we're going in 2019, we will have no one left to cancel in 2020. What I mean by cancel culture is if someone says something offensive or actually does something offensive, we're quick to cancel the celebrity and stop supporting them, which is understandable in a lot of circumstances. Yes, I'm down to cancel any pervert, pedophile, rapist, etc. No, I'm not going to cancel someone for saying something offensive unless they were being racist, sexist, or homophobic, for example. Unlike most people, I don't live my life looking up to celebrities or looking to them to be role models of any sort. As humans, we're flawed. There there are forgivable circumstances and those that are simply unforgivable. In addition to cancel culture, there's the tear this person down culture that needs to end. The fact that there are memes going around saying soldier boys on drugs and making fun of it isn't funny at all. He recently had an interview and said he was on cocaine and it's a rumor that spread. Also, he's a bit theatrical with his approach, but soldier boy isn't lying when he talks about some of the doors he opened in hip hop. He was one of a few who shifted the paradigm and changed the way record labels did things, A&Rs, and so much more. Let's stop bashing people, not just celebs, but everyone. There are days where I need a mental break from social media because there is so much hate and disrespect. Hell, we all need a break at times. But let's help uplift and give people their roses while they're still here. I love the shady blogs too, but there's a balance that should be maintained and certain lines shouldn't be crossed. Before I end this episode, I just want to let you guys know how powerful manifestation is. A few days before the new year, I took two pieces of paper. On one, I wrote 2018 and the top five things I'm leaving in 2018. I also wrote 2019 on the other piece of paper, and I wrote down the top five things I'm going to do. I suggest everyone write down the things they want in life. Don't just write it, but put action towards those goals. Look back in six months to a year and see what was manifested. All right. If you deadass enjoyed this episode, leave a review, rate it, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Angie from Brooklyn. 
And if you're on Twitter, I'm at Angie from BK. Until next time, I'm out. Thank you.